Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? Welcome back to Reclaim Victory Podcast, where we reclaim the victory we have through Jesus Christ. Um, so this week we are starting a new upload schedule for you guys. It's going to be on Mondays instead of Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and it will be 30 to 45 minutes long instead of just 10 to 15 minutes long, or less than that as it has been sometimes. Um, also, we do have two tiers on Patreon out now. We've got a $3 tier, which is the Warrior tier, and then a $5 tier, which is the Triumphant tier, I think is what it is. And that gives you, the first one gives you access to, um, well, psh, I give you guys a handwritten letter um, from me with some of my favorite quotes from these episodes, um, as well as a free Reclaim Victory podcast sticker. And you also can give us your email and we can give you updates on some newer stuff that we're going to be doing. Um, also, for the $5 one, what it is is it's all of the stuff previously from the Warrior uh, tier, along with access to our Discord. Yes, we've got a Discord and it'll be for us as a family. Um, just $2 more than the previous one. I think it's worth it. Um, and all of that just helps with keeping this podcast going and allowing me to stay in school while I do the podcast. Um, we've also got merch and donations. So we've got the uh, merch website. And for that, you all know where that's at. It's all in the description. And for the donations, you can donate on Patreon, Venmo, or on this itself, on uh, Anchor. On this said Spotify. I don't know why. Anyways... All of that goes towards helping keep this podcast going, and also we use whatever's left to go out and do some awesome stuff for the communities. Um, one thing that a friend of mine and I are thinking about doing, or like during the summer, doing a cross-country trip in his van, and just using all of that money to go out and help people, to evangelize, to just help people in any way they need help, whether that's provide someone food or clothes or just anything. Um, anyways, getting back to today's episode with this new episode schedule, what we've got is we're starting a new series called Past, Present, and Future. And for today's episode, what we'll be touching on is what's up with the creation of the universe? We look at the creation story and I think we look at it in the wrong sense. And the reason for that is a lot of us look at it as just, oh, God created the universe. Awesome! But it's deeper than that. It's a lot deeper than that, and today we're really going to be touching on that. So the first point is, it had to have been created by an uncreated being. Like, how much does that make sense to our feeble minds? Like, okay, all of creation was created by something that in itself was uncreated. And science has proven that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So obviously something had to have started it all. Some outside force, outside of creation itself, had to have started the universe. Some say it's symmetry. Some say it's just always been that way. 
but I think it's God. And as the Bible says in John 1, 1 through 3, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So, the end part is very confusing. Not, without him was not anything made that was made. Basically, that's all just saying everything was made through God. But the cool thing is, is at the first part of this verse, in the beginning of it, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So since the very beginning, we had the triune God, which I think is just so cool. And when it says in the beginning, I think that just takes it to say like, before creation, in the very beginning of time itself, before time began, just God was there. He always was there, and he always will be there. And even in 2 Peter 3, 8, it says, But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. So God is not confined to the box of time. He's not confined to our idea of time where we think of it as this one linear progression from beginning to end, where we see it as birth and death, where we see it as the beginning of creation and the end of time, just one straight line going from one point to another. But how God sees it is, he's seeing the beginning of time as he's seeing the present day, as he's seeing the future. To him, it's all one cohesive unit, not a linear line that takes you from one place to another. And with this, God doesn't have to be created then because he's always been there. For him, there would have been no such thing as creation, as his creation, because he was, and he is, and he always will be. And the second thing is, not only did God create it, but he created, created it so we could see him in it. Now, that might sound a little confusing, but let's just keep going for a second and start off with the order of which things were created. See, on day one, what was created was the formless planet Earth, light, and the separation of light from the darkness. On day two, it was the formation of the Earth's atmosphere. On day three, it was the land and oceans and a system to water the whole land and the vegetation, seed-bearing plants, trees, nature as we see it. Day four was the sun, the moon, the stars, the universe and planets outside of planet Earth. Day five was the water, the creatures and birds. Day six was the land animals. And finally, Adam and Eve. But my question is why were Adam and Eve created last? 
Why were they created last time? Everything that was created, and I think there are two reasons to this. One is logical, and one is one of faith. The logical one starts in Genesis 2.15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Makes sense. Logically, God needed somebody to work the land that he created. He needed somebody to take care of it, take care of the animals, make sure nothing was going wrong. So it makes sense. The second one, which is the really interesting one, the one of faith, is in Psalms 19.1, and that states, The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. And see this, this is one of the reasons why my form of worship, where I feel closest to God, or one of the ways I feel closest to God, is nature. Because when I look at nature, what I see is God. I see God created these little bugs, these animals that are crawling along the ground. He created the blades of grass. He created the trees that tower up to the skies. He created the heavens, the skies, the clouds, the stars, everything. It all points to him. It points to how perfect he is, how beautiful he is, how much he loves us because he created it for us to marvel at, to wonder at, to be like, wow, God created that. How amazing, how beautiful is that? And finally, our last point. The creation story, it all proves of his unfailing love. See, when Adam and Eve fell, when they ate of that fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they sinned. They missed the mark God had placed for them. But God just didn't be, he didn't just kill them right away. He wasn't like, okay, well, you failed me. You're dead now. What he did was, he started walking. He started walking through the garden, trying to find them. And they hid, they hid from him. And he, they hid from the God that knows everything. That, that makes me laugh so hard sometimes because God knows the hairs on our head. He created the universe. He knows everything and Adam and Eve are hiding from him behind trees. Let me say it, that of which he created. So they're hiding, God's creation, Adam and Eve, are hiding behind something God created. How much sense does that make? I'll give you a second. Okay, so, they hid from him, and he doesn't just appear next to him and are like, ha, I've got you now, does he? No, he says, where are you hiding? So the God who knows where they're hiding is asking them where they're hiding. And I think this is giving them the chance to come forward to him and say, look, I failed. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, God. 
but they hide. And then they answer them, and they're like, we're hiding because we saw that we were naked, and you were coming, so we hid. Okay, the god that made them naked in the first place is coming, and they're scared of that god who made them naked in the first place. So they hide. Okay. Secondly, he says, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree I commanded you not to eat from? And here, Adam decides to pipe up. Guys, this is why you should keep your mouth shut sometimes. Because he goes, Oh, it was all her fault. Yep. He was the one that told me to eat the fruit and gave it to me, and so I ate it. So it's all the woman's fault. Just keep your mouth shut sometimes, guys. And I just think that this was one of the stupidest things Adam's done, blaming it on the woman, because he easily could have just went to God and said, yep, I did it. I mean, God gave him the chance to come out of hiding, and then he gave him the chance to answer him, and he still passed the blame on. But then God asks to Eve, what is this you've done? Okay. Now, ladies, please always tell the truth. Guys, please always tell the truth too. And ladies, please, please tell the truth. Don't pass the blame. If you've done something wrong, just admit it. This goes for everybody. If you've done something wrong, just admit it. Because then Eve says, it was the serpent's fault. He's the one that convinced me to eat of the fruit. Okay, it was the serpent's fault. He forced your hand to take the fruit, forced your mouth open, and forced you to take a bite of it, and forced you to swallow it. Good job. See, God gave them three chances. He gave them three chances to show themselves, three, three chances to admit to their failure and come back to him. Yet they continued to pass the blame and then, after he disciplined them, he continued to show them love and clothe them. So, God doesn't just want to leave us. He doesn't just want to leave us stranded after he disciplines us. Because part of love is discipline. He wants us to be his. He wants to help us. He wants to be there for us even after he disciplines us. Just because we fail, just because we make a mistake, does not mean it's the end of the world. But God is still holding out his hand for us to take it and go back to him. See, with this creation story, with Adam and Eve falling, God shows that his love is true. His love is unfailing. And it's the same way with us. His love is unfailing with us today. It wasn't just for that time period. It was for now as well. Because Jesus came. He came to die on the cross and rose from the dead. And if there's more love than that, then I don't know what there is. Because even the Bible says that greater love knows none than this than to lay one's life down for a friend.
And we're the friends of God. God calls us. Jesus calls us his friends. We're co-heirs with Christ, for goodness sakes. So just a just a recap of all of this for the past. We need to look at the creation story and we need to see God. We don't need to see just another story, just another history of the world. What we need to see is God himself because it signifies who God is. It signifies his unfailing character and his loving character. It shows that no matter what, God is for us. It shows that even if we fail, God may discipline us, but he still loves us. And it shows that he can do anything. He cre if he can create everything from nothing, then anything that is going wrong in your life, anything that is plaguing you anything that you've got no clue what to do with. God knows the answer. God can fix it. God can do anything. Let's pray. Lord, we just come to you today and thank you. Thank you for creation. Thank you for the universe for us being able to look at it and see you in it, Lord. Thank you for the trees, the plants, the flowers, the animals, everything you've given us, everything you gave Adam and Eve to take care of, everything you've given us to take care of. Lord, we just come to you and thank you for your unfailing character, your loving character, the one that disciplines us when we do something wrong, but loves us nonetheless. And Lord, we thank you for your son who came and died on the cross, who came and rose from the dead because he may have died on the cross, but if he didn't rise from the dead, none of this would be happening. If you hadn't lifted him up back to life, none of this would be happening today. We wouldn't be here. We'd all be dead. We'd all be doomed to hell. But you did not leave us stranded. You gave us a way to come back to you, Lord. And Lord, I just, I pray and thank you. And if there's anybody who doesn't know Christ yet, who wants to come to know his love, who wants to be in a relationship with him, then do it. Just pray after me. Now's your chance, guys. Lord, I'm, I know I'm a sinner, and I'm sorry for what I've done. Lord, I, I believe that Jesus is your son, that he is fully son, fully God, and fully man. And I believe that you sent him to die on the cross for our sins, and not that you just sent him to die on the cross, but he rose from the dead. And Lord, I know my life's about to change. Lord, I know that my life is about to take a huge step forward towards you, and I'm ready for it. Thank you, Lord.
I thank you for whoever prayed that. I thank you for whoever was bold enough to take that step out of courage and accept you as their Lord and Savior. Welcome to the family. Lord, we love you. In your glorious name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Um, next week we'll continue this series of past, present, and future. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, we do have that. The link will be in the description. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. Um, also Twitter. Hardly ever use it. Terribly sorry for that. I just don't know how to use it in all honesty. And if you'd like to buy merch, that's in the description as well. Donating, you can donate to Venmo. Patreon, we've got those tiers for you now, and we'll be making more tiers in the future. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Jesus loves you. Have a great day.